Welcome to the Girls Who Run the World podcast, where we're bringing you inspiring guests who are leaders in their industries. We'll be tackling topics from education and empowerment to diversity and inclusion. Together, let's learn from these incredible women. This podcast is brought to you by Our Gorongoza. We create specialty coffee with 100% of profits supporting people, wildlife, and the planet in Gorongoza National Park, Mozambique. Girls' education is one of our biggest priorities because we know girls have the power to change the world. Just like Beyonce said, who runs the world? Girls! Welcome back to the Girls Who Run the World podcast. We are so grateful to each and every one of you who listens. And please don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share this episode with friends you know will love it. So for episode five, I'm joined by Larissa Souza. Larissa is the Associate Director of Communications Department at Gorongosa National Park in Mozambique. A passionate advocate for girls' education and women's empowerment, Larissa is most definitely a girl who runs the world. Welcome to the show, Larissa. Thank you very much, Emily. (laughs) So happy to have you here. So let's get right into the opening questions here. What are you most grateful for in your life right now? At the moment, I'm grateful that I'm safe. And healthy. I think the world is going through uh, the the pandemic, the COVID, and a lot of people are dying. And I'm very grateful that I am healthy, my family is healthy. And at the same time, being from Mozambique, uh, we are going through some hard times in terms of what's happening up on the north and Cap Delegado in terms of tourism. And so um, I'm very happy and grateful that um, I am here where I am and fortunate that I am safe and where we work is safe as well. And I'm just very sad that um, unfortunately some people are going through that up in the north. Yes, absolutely. Sending all of our love that way for sure. Thank you. You're welcome. What inspires you daily? So what's something that every day kind of helps you to see the bright side and to do the amazing work that you're doing? What inspires you? I think it's um, not just one thing but a combination of, of different things. And it starts from uh, my family. My, uh, my son is one of the things that I have to wake up every day and take care of him. <laughs> as well as when you have all of that catered for, you also think, uh, what else do you see in terms of positivity in the world? How can you impact and improving and having uh, people um, giving or providing people a brighter day and i think by the work that i do uh, every little thing that uh, i have to work on uh, inspires me to make sure that i wake up even if it's a it's a blue day <laughs> i have to get out of bed and i have to do something to make sure that i'm i'm, I'm doing something uh, uh, that i am proud of every day and at the end of the day I always try and ask myself what did I do today that I can feel proud of myself so I think uh, in general that's what inspires me I love that so Larissa what advice would you give to your younger self how young (laughs) you know you can pick whatever age you like but let's say maybe before you got into your career so maybe you're you know in your early 20s that kind of age 
Um, I don't know if I would advise myself per se, but I, I, I always give or try to give advice to younger people. I don't know if somebody would give me this advice when I was young, I, I, w- I would refuse. So I don't know if I, I believe in destiny. So I don't know. Um, and uh, I, I really like the fact that if you change the littlest thing in your life, then it will impact everything else. So I think, and I am proud of who I am today. So, but the advice I, I, I like to give uh, my young self or younger people uh, is that you should accept who you are, uh, try to be the change first within you and then with everything else. Um, a lot of the times we tend to uh, see outside not within ourselves first. And I think our inner peace, our inner uh, understanding and our mental um, state is a lot more important for you for the long term. So I think especially now with the pandemic, we have seen a lot of people with uh, mental problems and uh, just how strong the, the mind can be. So I think uh, I would advise uh, people to accept themselves and just to have a good state of mind. And that is being healthy, eating well, and just being being positive, being uh, having something to do. Because when you don't have uh, something set for yourself, you, you tend to think a lot, stress a lot. So I think um, having this, this inner peace is, is, is key for a lot of things that are, are coming ahead. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. What is one mantra you like to live your life by? So maybe it's a phrase or a couple of words that you really embody in your life. I, I like to, to focus on uh, today and tomorrow. I always uh, try and, and uh, see things uh, to live today. And also thinking of tomorrow, a lot of the times we we tend to just think of the future of the future and we're not living today. And uh, I think I had some bad experience. I, I, I lost some very close people and I started to understand that anything can happen at any time. And so you need to live today but also thinking about tomorrow. So I think uh, I have been living by this motto that um, there is destiny, but at the same time, you you should live today and think of tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Love that. So who or what has been your biggest teacher so far in your life? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I think life itself teaches you a lot of things and um, I, I am very fortunate to have been able to, to um, have a good education, to have um, crazy friends that have taken me to different sides of life and I'm, I'm thankful for the goods, the bads. Um, I think basic education is very important, but at the same time, uh, everything else that you learn that surrounds you, your parents, your friends, your parents' friends, you know, and um, uh, being able to travel the world, that is also something that uh, opened my eyes and I learned quite a lot. And um, yeah, I I would uh, really advise um, people to learn from everything in life. There is a saying, I can't remember who who said it, but uh, it said that in life, you never lose. You either win or you learn. So 
you 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 are the one who who chooses what you do so mm-hmm. yeah that's actually one of my personal mantras funnily oh, enough wow. yeah nice. i love it i can't remember who originally said it too but i just yeah. love this idea i think a lot of us get really caught up in yeah. especially as women perfectionism mm-hmm. and yeah. Yeah trying to always be the best or have mm-hmm. the societal expectation of success. And this yeah. has really helped me to understand and let it kind of permeate my brain that there aren't any losing, like there's no losing, exactly. there's no losers. Exactly. You're either going <laughs> to come out on the other side as the victor, or you're going to learn the best lessons. You actually learn exactly. the best lessons from the quote unquote failures. Otherwise, you would never learn. You kind of stay in the same stagnant place. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. I love that. So, Larissa, for those who don't know you yet listening, I would love to start with your journey into your career and how Mm. you got started doing the work that you do. Wow. It hasn't been that long. (laughs) But yeah, of course, it's been a journey. I actually studied. I'm I'm trained as a... um, business uh, and uh, management and I was working in uh, school as a school administrator and I was doing my master's degree at the same time and uh, for my thesis my final thesis I was uh, writing about sustainable uh, timber industry in um, center of Mozambique and I live in Shimoyu and uh, Gorongoza is about an hour and a half from where I live so I was I asked them, how, how are they ensuring that there's sustainability, that they know poachers in the park? And so during our conversations, Greg invited me to, to, to go there and see and talk about girls clubs. And uh, I went there and I was like, sure, let's, let's try something. <laughs> and that's how I, I got in uh, working in the park. Uh, specifically with girls' educations. Uh, so I had some experience under the former education. And um, yeah, we, we started the girls' clubs in, in the park. And I worked as a girls' clubs program manager for four years. And then I was promoted into supervising all of the education sector. So all of the other programs, such as youth clubs, teachers' clubs, uh, eco-clubs, and um, yeah, I worked for about a year and then life or destiny moved me uh, to communications where I am today. And uh, I've been very fortunate that I've been able to focus and work with, with uh, girls' education. I, I still see myself uh, working uh, to empower women. And this, this new way is through giving women voice uh, through communications department. So I was very happy still doing this work and um, working in the park is just amazing. So it's been, it's been a a very interesting journey. Mm, Thanks for sharing. I love that. I would also love to ask you about how we can empower women more as a society in your opinion, and particularly Mozambican women, what can we do Mm. to really empower them? I think number one is education education, education. And um, when I say education, I mean that everyone should have equal opportunity for education, not just women, everyone. And um, 
uh, for Mozambique specifically, we already know that there are barriers for women to have the same opportunities with men. So we, we're doing that. We're trying to focus, make sure that women have the same opportunities in education as men, as well as working towards uh, what are the barriers, the barriers for women not to go to school. And uh, I think it's, it's a world thing, which is equality at the end of the day. And we are empowering women as well by giving them skills, especially uh, older women who we cannot, uh, I don't know how I say, put them in grade one, for example, but we can give them skills uh, to be able to, to have an income, to be able to have a livelihood and uh, that she can be independent. Most of the times, uh, women then have to become, um, uh, what is the word? Like she, she has to be uh, dependent on the men because of, of money, because she needs somebody to cater for her. So if she's now more independent, she's able to make her own decisions. And most of the times when we ask women, they say they want to have less kids. They say that they want to get an education. So it's, it's a matter of, of traditions, customs that have come such a long way and behavior change takes generations. So we, we are working towards that. The idea that we are starting with, uh, with the younger generations as well as working with, with the older uh, generation, um, talking, raising awareness and having discussions, understanding their culture and also uh, make sure that they also reason because most of the times people just take uh, uh, what has been done for, I don't know, a hundred years, but they don't, they've never questioned why people used to have five wives, for example, why do you need to have so many kids? And if they start reasoning, they then understand and they then start having this change of mind. So I think um, the way forward is to make sure that education uh, is provided to all and is given an opportunity to all and um, that's what we're doing and that's what we're focusing on and uh, the other thing I think is um, making sure there is safe spaces for these these um, these women because sometimes um, when we are all there and they are able to do things but then we are not there uh, later on when there's just when there's just the community between them and we don't know what happens and we have heard of cases of domestic violence when women for example don't want to have more kids or they're going to school but their husbands don't want and so i think if we have the safe space safe circle that uh, women have a network that if something happens to you then you you have us as backup you know if we are united we we are way stronger Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's really, really inspiring to me all the ways that you are working towards, as you're mentioning, really empowering women. And it's a lot to really wrap your head around because, as you mentioned, these types of culturally ingrained things are going to take yeah. a lot of time to overcome. Yeah. But it's really, I think, beautiful to see already the changes and the leaps that are happening. I think it's encouraging and I, I'm sure that it helps you to keep on that path. Yeah. And gender gender equality doesn't just happen in rural areas, even in the urban areas. We we are having big problems in terms of gender everywhere. So 
we just have to to realize that we have come a long way but we still have a long way ahead so it's it's that inspiring thing that you need to have every day and um that you have something to look forward to mm-hmm. yes yeah. i love that larissa i'd love to hear from you as well why you think it's really important to cultivate a woman a woman's voice and have those safe spaces where women can speak freely first because uh, most of them don't have a voice and they uh, they don't feel safe uh, first to to openly talk about anything so uh, their voices have been somehow uh, pushed down so it's it's we have come to a time that we have to to try and and make sure that women feel safe and to be able to talk about these anything these topics these taboos that they normally were not um allowed to or they don't feel comfortable talking about and so it's it's the time that we have to make sure that they feel safe and that can be and that can be or mean different things to different people um we come from different backgrounds i can think that if i am within a group of just women it, it it's already a safe space but it doesn't mean that other women feel comfortable doing that so we need to that's when we need to sit down understand hear them make sure that we 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 hear them most of the times what we do is we talking to each other but you just you're not really listening and understanding what it means to them uh being safe so i think this uh getting together and uh, listening to them most most of them you go there you talk to them and all they say is yes or no they they don't go further than that so trying to push them uh understanding what what it means to them to have a safe space how they they see a safe space and try to create that because now uh, we work in in so different com- so many different communities for example for the girls clubs we have 50 different communities and it can mean that in all of them you w- would sit and have this talk and have a different approach so that's that's the 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 key that you you need to understand their culture you need to understand what their barriers are to 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 have a voice and then come up with a solution with them because sometimes we we think we uh, from the outside have the solution it's it's like that uh, saying in football that the best players are the ones who are on the bench so you who's watching is the one who has the solution but actually when you get in the field you start to see and you understand and so that's where you need to get the solutions from yes absolutely and what would you say are some of the most common barriers for a lot of these women i'm sure like you said it is different across different communities but are there some kind of common barriers that you see coming up yeah as you mentioned the um, women having a voice being able to decide things from the for themselves having a lot of kids um it's something that we in mozambique uh, contraceptives are free but a lot of people still don't use it because Uh, within they 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 household the husband or the wife we can never always blame the husband but one of them is not um happy about doing contraceptive so they keep on having many kids and they can't cater for them and then comes the cycle of poverty 
And at the end of the day, we then come up with these other problems, which is early marriages because they can't cater for the kids. They can't send the kids to go to school. They can't give them clothing. So the cycle just keep on going on and on. And um, I think this is uh, the approach that we want to take that they start reasoning. If you have 10 kids, then you need to cater for these 10 kids. Do you have a job? Can you pay for school for them? You know, these kinds of things that they need to then realize and decide for themselves. Hey, I have five kids already. We can have fun, (laughs) but we can use contraceptive, you know. And uh, polygamy is another thing that's cultural. But at the same time, there's not really good reasoning behind it. And so um, what happens is the, the husband goes and finds another wife, which is younger. And so then we come to the, the, the problem of early marriages because these men want younger kids. So, you know, it's just a, a cycle of, of different um, barriers. But um, I would say education, contraceptives, the, these are the two big ones that we're struggling with. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And I think like a lot of issues in any country, anywhere in the world, these these things are very complex and there's a lot of layers to it. It's not a simple, oh, like you said, contraception's free, but then you need to dig deeper because not everyone wants to use it. Not everyone understands maybe even how it works some of the time, whatever the case may be. So there's so many, so many layers to it, but it's really impressive to see the changes being made and like I said, the strides towards having more gender equality. You can feel that it's coming. And like you said, you have come so far, which is amazing. I want to thank you for being here today, Larissa. It has been so amazing chatting to you. You are such a wealth of knowledge. And I'm just really always so impressed by your passion and the amount of effort you're really putting into this. It's really beautiful to see. Thank you. Thank you very much for inviting me. And um, I really hope everyone um, who's listening has a a daily routine, has something that inspires them and that is looking forward to. I am very happy to see that the world actually is working towards gender equality. So it means we are doing something right. And that's the way forward. And um, men are also working um, a lot more towards that so we're very happy that that's happening and yeah we we there's always negative things happening so we cannot be discouraged by that and a lot of the times we we get pushed down you know when something negative uh, comes our way and it's okay to feel down it's 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 uh, normal a normal feeling normal emotion but at the same time make sure you pick up yourself and look forward again. Yes. I love that. You got to, got to carry on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's get to this rapid fire round. What's a book, okay. a book that's changed your life. Oof. <laughs> I read Becoming recently. I really enjoyed it. A lot of lessons. Um, I also read a crazy one called uh, the art of not giving a F. <laughs> that's very interesting as well (laughs) so yeah learned a lot of things in these two books awesome i've read both of those and would highly recommend them both they're good (laughs) good 
I know you like to travel and we can't right now, yeah. but what's, or I don't know what it's like there, but we cannot still uh, where we are, but what's your favorite place you've traveled? Oh, I love every place I travel to. Um, uh, as you said, I love traveling. I just love seeing new places, new, new things. Um, my last big trip was to Singapore and I loved it. I would go there again three, four times, but I still need to see other places first. <laughs> yes, there's so much to see. Uh, and, yep. But that's the exciting thing I think about life too, is there's always yep. going to be, for people who love traveling too, there's always going to be a yep. new culture, a new place you want to go. It's very exciting. Yep. <laughs> true, Speaking of true. exciting, what are you most excited for this year? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, to, for COVID to minimize, to stop. I think um, lately we have been dependent on COVID, I don't know, on and off for such a long time now that um, we have the vaccines now. If the, the more people get vaccinated, then we are not so dependent on COVID for big decisions uh, for things to happen, like schools to open or close, the restaurants to open or close and businesses. I'm, um, so I think... I'm very excited to hear that COVID ended in 2021. <laughs> I'm, I'm holding this vision for us. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is a, what's a lesson that you've learned recently? I don't know. <laughs> when it's cold, you need to put a jacket on. <laughs> <laughs> Larissa was telling no, me, yeah, Larissa was telling me before we started the interview that it's 20 degrees there and where I live in beautiful BC, Canada, 20 degrees is like a warm spring day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, no, but what I, what I mean is that we sometimes uh, complain a lot about what's going on in our life. And if you realize and if you just look outside, there's so many other bigger problems than yours. And um, I sometimes do that. I, I'm when I am, I don't know, upset about something, which I know it's small, but for me, it sounds like this huge thing. And so, yeah, I just start seeing and thinking how people in Cap de Legado are today, for example. And so it's just try and um, not complain so much. That's what I learned. <laughs> yes, because really, what is that doing for you? yeah nothing yeah. like attracts like so the more you complain and allow negativity the more you're gonna complain and allow negativity which exactly we are not here for <laughs> <laughs> okay last question name a woman who inspires you I think my mom inspires me a lot my son inspires me a lot he's not a woman but he inspires me a lot <laughs> yeah it's, it's I get inspiration from everywhere actually and um and I'm, I'm glad it's that way and i don't think people should stick to one thing because there's no perfect and so i i tend to try and see what's good in the people i i i, I look up to and yeah the bed it's theirs <laughs> so i think i think it's it's really good and important for you to have a group it's not just one uh, thing or one person or one woman but uh, a group that you can fall fall um, fall onto. Mm -hmm. My sister inspires me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah, that but I answer. Think, I think I have a, I have a lot of people inspiring me. People who I work with 
they inspire me to be a better person, to be more professional. And yeah, so, um, it, and it depends on, on the day. And like today I'm feeling very inspired and I call my mom and she inspires me, but the next day it's, it's something at work. So it's, it's everything put together. Yes. I'm, I'm with you on that. And I think we should also mention that it is mother's day here coming up on Sunday. So I love that you mentioned yours yesterday. What good timing. Well, happy mother's day to all the mamas out there. And you Thank as well. You. Happy Mother's Day to you too. Thank you. <laughs> I will say I am the older I get, plus as I'm, you know, raising my son as you are, the more and more inspired I am by my mom. <laughs> I'm like, wow, know, she did all this for me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's what I told my mom yesterday. I was like um mom thank you thank you very much for everything you you've done and you will still do (laughs) because it's not over yet (laughs) it's never never over in the in the most beautiful way exactly Exactly. well thank you again so much this has been an absolute pleasure and we wish all the mamas out there a very happy mother's day thank you thank you for having me and all the best Uh, in your adventures as well thanks so much bye thank you so much for tuning in to the girls who run the world podcast if you enjoyed this episode please share it with a friend who would love it leave us a five-star review and hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode to learn more about our gorongosa head over to ourgorongosa.com and find us on social at ourgorongosa.com 